You just tell me when you're ready, Reeds. I'm going to turn my ringer off. And I'm going to groove out on my own here. <laughs> oh, shit. We're getting going. It's shake that street. I can just hear that. Yes, sir. This is Snacks of Life podcast. Uh, now, now, shake down street. You tell me this podcast ain't got no heart? Well, I'll see you on Shakedown Street, <laughs> Oh, man, the people listening to this right now, Mike, they may or may not know that I am currently sitting in the mecca of deadheads, Mike. Tell me, brother, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, my God, Mike, I'm sitting in San Francisco right now. I know I'm here with the podcast, but while you're watching this, I'm on my way to San Fran. <laughs> Ah, uh, fuck it. Let's get into the theme song right away. <laughs> yeah! No. The snacks of life. The snacks of life. There's a time you gotta go and show you grow and now you know about the snacks of life. The snacks of life. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Snacks of Life podcast with comedian Mike Rita and your host, the Snack Man. This week's guest is Snacks all the way from San Francisco, live at the last three shows the Deadheads ever put on. Not the oh, Dead and Company, but you know what I'm saying, for the Deadheads. Oh, Mikey, it's been a whirlwind few days for the Snack Man. Snacks. It's been crazy, but we got to light up in, uh, we're going to do dabs. We have dabs here today. Wow. We're going to do dabs. So I'll get to that sound bite that we've been missing for the last few weeks. Shout out Headwater. I heard he's back. Is he? I don't know. You told me he was back last week. Wow. I thought you heard it too. I was no. like, see, I'm not the, I was literally about to say, see, I told you I'm not the only one. No, no, no. I'm not cool enough to get a shout out from him. If you know, you got the show to get, to get the job to do what it did. <laughs> Listen, ladies and gentlemen, you guys don't know this, but Snacks has somehow found his way to the last three shows that the Grateful Dead are, well, is, is, is Dead & Co., but you know what I'm talking about, you know, the 50-50 yeah. split here of the, uh, okay, and, 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 and this guy found his way without even having to do anything other than just be himself, and everything landed in his lap. Now, <clears throat> Snacks, you... A week ago, had or a week and a half ago, had no intention of going to these shows. You wanted to, but you oh, had no way Mike, of Mike, I've been there. thinking about... I, I was going to drive to Deer Creek, if you recall correctly. I've been thinking about going to another Dead & Company show since 35 seconds after I left. Yeah, you were like, I'm in Annapolis or some Bro, shit. I, I left the first night in Chicago, and I was like on my sister, like, hey, D, so do you think that you guys could just drop me off at Wrigley and go find something to do in Chicago for four hours while I go to the Saturday night show? She just looked at me, and she gave me that look like, I would do that for you, but you know that that is a big ask. That's a huge yeah, ask, you dude. know? Chicago ain't no town to spend four hours in. Four hours of Chicago. Not at night, anyway. No, man. No, not with a child. Not with a child. But I've been thinking about going, and I had wrote it off. Mike, you know, San Francisco isn't Toronto. This isn't even driving distance. No kidding. I mean, it's driving distance if you're a Any, maniac. Yeah, anywhere in North America and South America is in driving distance if you're <laughs> a maniac. If you're down. Somebody suggested that to me. I'm like, sir, I drive a Yukon XL. The minivan hit a deer. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. There is no way. They said the response was, well, I hope gas is cheap in middle America, which I can tell you it's $2.91 U.S. a gallon. In middle America. I was in the Midwest this weekend. I was down in the uh, Buckeye State. Did you go to Bucky's? 
That's more south. It's Sheets. Sheets is Sheets. Sheets. That's that's their Bucky's or whatever the that's fuck. That's the that's the made to order food gas station twenty four hour. Like a- after the bar pours out, that's their like spot they go to to get food. Bucky's no Sheets. I've never been to Bucky's yet. I've been to America, but I haven't been. You know, and we want to give a shout out if you if you like America right now, and you're a fan of the show, know that a, a, a longtime supporter and uh, friend of the show, Lucas Espinola, director. He won't, he'll be a guest soon. Is all over America. He's in Vegas today. He was in Alabama yesterday. He was in New Orleans. The he's day hanging out with celebrities. That's making me jealous. And, and I hang out with celebrities sometimes. And, and it's not that he's just hanging out. He gets to like go to their homes and stuff because of who he's hanging with. So if you guys don't know, our, our, our good friend is uh, director Lucas Espinola. And he's come home currently soon. on. Come home soon, Lucas. We miss you. <laughs> we miss and, you, Luke. Uh, <laughs> we miss. And he's also, uh, he listens to the show weekly. So he's going to hear the shout out and he's going to have a laugh. But like... Uh, Luke's right now is on tour. He's on tour down south, and he's been, yeah, Alabama, New Orleans. He's in Vegas right now. He's, he's been living out of New York. Right now he's living out of a famous, I can't say who's just due to liability. I don't know what I'm allowed to say. Or not. Yeah, there might be an NDA you're going to violate. Yeah, I'm gonna, but he's just living out of a famous rapper's hotel room in New York because he's just got a hotel room 24 hours a day in case he's in New York and he just needs one. He doesn't want to check in. He has a set of keys to a hotel room. So this hotel room is open. So they have suites like that, though. Like even in Toronto, you could get a, tr- a suite at the Trump. That's what I'm saying. You can rent it monthly. Yeah. And when I say hotel room, I don't mean like... Yeah, yeah. Lucas is living with champagne bottles that are uh, empty. There was a rap video in the... In the, in the bed. Multiple rap videos have been shot. I don't mean like a, a single bed with a small sofa and a TV with a remote like bedroom. Bro, like, it's a suite. It's nice. New York City hotel rooms are the size... This yeah. studio is two full New York City hotel rooms. No kidding, bro. That's so funny, man. Like... I mean, I remember my TV being like six inches off of my foot in a bed in New York City. Yeah, uh, yeah, like New York makes sure to get the most out of their shit, you know. Lucas ain't there though. He's 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 somewhere nice, our, our little guy, and he's killing it. And uh, he's hanging out with like big time celebs, moving and shaking. He's on private. I saw him on private jets eating meals. He was on Chappelle's private jet. This guy's on Chappelle's private jet. Imagine Lucas shows up to the Dead and Company show on Saturday or Sunday. Dave Chappelle's a deadhead. He's like, I'm gonna go to the Sunday uh, thing. Lucas, would you like to come with me? It gives me chills. So, like, tell us more about this whole deadhead situation. Lady tells a friend of yours, uh, no, some girl that we know. Let's give her a shout out. She deserves a shout out, right? All right. so Got Loud, the promotion company. Got Loud, Toronto, Amina. Amina's her name. She, Promotions are game. That's what she does. She promotes a lot of these LPs, though. You know what I'm saying? So you got. Wow. One day we'll have her a guest, and then we'll bring up her, 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 her beefs that she had. But she's a cool chick, you know. She's got a couple beefs, but so she sent me a story last Thursday, and I had wrote this off. She sent me a story from a, a person named Little G. I don't know they're at, but I'll try to remember to put it into the podcast. I'll shout them out multiple times. You can go to my story right now and see me in San Francisco, and I'm sure I'm posting it. Um, little G can't make it to the show. Has shout out, little G. Shout out, little G has two tickets for Saturday night. So I hit her up right away, but I didn't follow her. She didn't follow me. So I hit Amina up. Like, can you hit this person up? You know, tell them that I need. I want these tickets. They didn't say that they were just giving them away, and nothing happened on Thursday. So I just put it to the back of my head. And I woke up Friday morning, and I look at my phone, and the first thing I see, it was like when you got verified. Remember, you were like 5 a.m., you woke up, and you're like, wow. This is the greatest. I woke up to a message on my phone, and it said, yeah, the tickets are available. 
you can have them for free or something along those lines. And I immediately just like, send me your email. I sent her the email and within like 20 minutes, boom, <laughs> I have two tickets to the dead company on Saturday night. Now there's three shows, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I left that morning. I went to work and I left right from work to Ohio, drove 11 hours. I spent the longest I've ever spent at the border getting into America, an hour and 45 minutes. At customs? No, just to get up to customs. I'm the saying line? in line. Just the line, Mike, was an hour and 45 minutes at the Blue Water Bridge this weekend. Construction, they had us go on the rock. Like, oh, dude, it was a nightmare. And I was driving to Cincinnati. An hour and 45 minutes? How long far back was that line? Almost across the bridge. Yeah, for sure. And the guy, when I got up, he was just like, it wasn't that he was grilling. It wasn't that he was like, you know, excessively in people's assholes. He was just like the nicest old man that just took the longest amount. So where are you guys from? Okay. Where are you going to go? Like, just like, you could just tell he was in no hurry. Like, it was like, he signed up and they were like the very first day of work. They're like, they can wait. Yeah. You're like, you know, you're in no hurry. They will wait for you. And um, so I drove. Yeah, so I drove all the way to Cincinnati. I get there late at night, and I put up this ad on a website called Cash or Trade, and it's for selling face value tickets or trading tickets, and it's 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 big in the jam community because that's kind of the thing, right? People are don't like Ticketmaster, and uh, I put up one Saturday ticket trade for one Sunday ticket final show thinking that's kind of a Hail Mary because like the Sunday's got to be the most in demand right somebody's gonna want the Saturday too someone's gonna be out there with that situation or a weird situation bro within a couple hours boom only a couple hours only a couple hours dead heads are alive dude they've saved me so many times in the last few weeks I know that's <laughs> <laughs> crazy we, we need to get a sound clip of just the intro to Scarlet Begonias bing Let's put it in under reeks on the, on the board. So now I have two tickets, Saturday and Sunday. I reached out to a couple friends of mine that are going to San Francisco anyway. They'd been planning it since the beginning. Big Deadheads. Shout out Brian from Gorilla Gutters in Collingwood. Yeah. I see your, <laughs> I see your fucking trucks everywhere. Everywhere, man. And Brian is a, an amazing, uh, amazing guy. Been a deadhead, saw Jerry many times. Wow. Been around, drives a, a VW bus to the show sometimes. There's not a chiller, cooler dude to just, like, his vibe is always constantly just perfect. You know what I mean? One of those guys, like, you, I don't think you could shake him. I don't think you could shake him. And uh, he's like, yeah, man, that's groovy, you know, like, uh, and I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get there because now, like, you know, awesome that I got $700 tickets from somebody, but now I got to spend... A lot of money just to get to San Francisco and like lay San my head. San Francisco ain't cheap, bro. It was three hundred dollars a night for a crappy hotel. Yeah, and the best Western with a fucking one point four star in the Tenderloin. In the Tenderloin, I, I I'm telling you though. I, I so the best thing to do, I drive around and I look for sometimes like a Motel Eight, Motel or whatever the fuck says franchise. Some buzzing fucking Bush Motel. Yeah, grab a smoking room. I don't give a fuck. Usually cheaper sometimes, and. uh I just walk up to that window, and, I, and I'll show them the best price that I'm getting online and whether or not I can get that or if they can match it or not. Yeah. Because that's the only place. Th those are the only ways to get cheap hotels. Booking online, 
You're just never going to get it in a place like San Francisco. Yeah, and you know what? There's enough places that will actually match that price because they are getting a cut taken off by booking, by Hotwire, by any of these major corporations, oh, right? 60 bucks sometimes, man. 60 bucks USD, obviously, but yeah. you know. Man. Not in fucking San Francisco, though, bro. No way, no how, no, probably bro. about 120 I think U- was the USD, cheapest. Yeah, USD. Yeah. Then they add the resort fees. And I want you to know, this was like, this was outside of um, SFO. So, it, like, right outside the airport, too, some shit. Like, Usually not, like, the airport's a safe, cheap bet. Bro, like, this isn't the Tenderloin Hotel, but this is when me and Lucas arrived. Uh, he got robbed out there. Yeah, he did, he did. Our boy Lucas almost got. Like, I bet you he's not getting robbed with these rappers now. No, nah, he's nah. got. He's got so much. Lucas has so much. I bet you he has his own security now. He has cred. You know, one of his security, not his security guards, but part of the security, uh, like detail. Team, detail. Yeah. He used to be a marine who was part of the. Uh, <laughs> he's Dan Blazarian. Osama Bin Laden like team. <laughs> not like he was the SEAL Team Six. You know what I'm talking about? What the fuck? Yeah, so he met one of those. That was guys. definitely in the NDA. And then when he looked, he's one of Chappelle's guys. So I bet he is. Yeah, he is. I mean, if you were Chappelle, you've already had somebody tackle you on stage. It's never gonna happen again. He says you can't get within an, like a couple feet of Chappelle unless like you've been given the okay. You won't. He, like he'll stop you. Like you won't be yeah. able to get to Chappelle. Did you see? The number one pick in the NBA draft. Wembenyama. Yo, he's just smashing Smashing Britney Spears in the face, bro. How, you know, I feel bad for Britney, bro. It's free Britney, but you know what? Put her back. She's done. She's toast, bro. Britney needs to just chill at home. There's got to be a, like, I see, I feel like the Britney movement is a lot like politics. Everybody's extreme. I'm down the middle. Like, let's not give Britney all of the power, but let's give her, like, she can leave the house on her own. Leave the house, do it, make her yeah, life. Yeah, you know what I mean? Not like, somewhere in the middle. Social media. You just get off social media. Stop dancing in your bikinis. Stop twirling. She and, and, really and, wants to be Britney Spears in the hallways of that school. Oh, wait, that's Shakira. But yeah, she definitely does want to be fucking Britney Spears. What's Britney Spears' sound? There you go. I got the sound right. Is that it? She wants to be that sound. Hit me, baby, one more time. That's what she wants to be. Yes, Carolyn Reeds. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'll, I'll fucking rock When I'm not with you, I, I lose my mind. Give me a sign. Hit me, baby, one more time. That's a clip right there, motherfucker. Are you crazy? That's a mega clip. Shut up, Brent, but stop social media. Please, bro. somebody. Like, she needs to hire somebody, like Can't a PR twist. agency. Yeah, like, and somebody needs to be honest and be like, stop with the fucking bikini twists. Okay, you got a new bikini. Stop twisting in front of this weird camera angle Somebody's how old is she now she's got to be 50 right she's got to be no because she's a teen idol she's only a couple of years older than us how old are you like 37 38 what are you 39 okay you're 39 britney spears gotta be like 41 uh, watch bro <laughs> i think she's what's the over under on britney spears okay britney spears at tops right now 45 i say 41 britney spears 41 oh! And the prize for that is you get to take home the humble potato chips we don't eat tonight. (laughs) (laughs) 
Because I did the math. I'm like, bro, I'm 33. He's like, I was jerking off to her when she was 18 yeah, and I was 14. I'm, I'm like, mathematically speaking, she was a teen idol when I was just a little kid. She can't be that much older than me. 40. Bro, Britney Spears doesn't even look like that. Those pictures are fucking sick. She does not look like that. Those are pictures I would whack off. Bro, the amount of times I must have whacked it to the toxic video. <laughs> Did you get into the BET Uncut then? The rapper video is like the, the tip drill video must have really put you through it. Tip drill and anything that had the Paul Wall Swisher House boys back in the day. Those guys, Swisher House was putting out ratchy ass videos, bro. Anything out of Houston. Anything out of Houston. Or Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta, Houston. Anything where it's so hot, people start talking like little got do do ba la boo boo. Little like, flip. Oh, man. Little flip in a little light. Nah, yeah. Dude, Paul, Paul Wall, baby. What you know about that? Dude, I used to love that shit. Have Swisher you seen House. him? He's fat now. No, he's yeah. supposed to be skinny again. Well, I think he was skinny because he was doing the fucking lean a lot, bro. But I think he gave up drugs. Good for Paul Wall, then. I'm pretty sure. I, I mean, I don't want to speak for it's him. Paul but Wall, baby. He had it like, look at him. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's kind of looking. Look at him when he was bad, bro. Nah, Paul Wall. That's so sad. That's sad, Paul Wall. But I think if you see him now, he's doing better, man. Like he's, Look he's, at that classic with that goatee. Paul Wall's yeah. so fucking southern and hick. That's when he's young, but Damn, yeah. Damn, bro. But if we put, like, I'm pretty sure that, like. Shout out Paul Wall. Yo. Bro, a couple of years. Man, this guy made grills popular. Can we, like, you know what I'm saying? Right? <laughs> gray beard. You got to love. That's, that's our idols, bro. They're gray now. I'm Paul Wall, baby. King. <laughs> I still the people's champ. He was smart enough. He was like, I am not the king of the south. I'm not getting involved in that beef. I'm the people's champ. Yeah, people's champ. <laughs> what a great nickname for yourself. I'm the people's champ. That's yeah. it. That's like that's perfect, right? My chain light up like a lamp. I can't remember the, the his raps were always really basic like that. One I'm of the, the best Paul Wall's tracks is uh is it, this is the ADHD of this podcast. Is uh uh Drive Slow with Kanye West. Drive slow, homie. Fuck Drive man. Slow, it's homie. almost worth the non-monetization to hit that fucking beat, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to our core 100 listeners across all platforms. We love you guys. Yes, absolutely. There's at least 300 people that watch this or listen to this by the time it gets to the week. Oh, come on, man. There's this little part that's going to come up right now. Everybody knows it. Drive slow, homie. We, we need this Kanye West back. Never. Drive slow, homie. This guy's so far gone. Is Chris Guy the Canadian Kanye West wow. at this point? You never no, Chris, know, homie. He never put on a number one album. He didn't do anything. His wife was a hooker. Yo, Chris Guy, you ain't that fucking guy. You make your millions by telling stupid people stupid <laughs> lies. <laughs> Yo, that's straight facts. Oh, oh dude. So he just came out today that he's, he's divorced his ex-wife because she was a hooker. And I, if I'm in Vegas and they'll let me play that bet, I'm a bet he met her as a John. No, duh, he met her as an escort. <laughs> 100%, man. Fuck that guy. Like, I'll give sure. you a great life and then pretended that he didn't know she was an escort. It's like, who are you kidding? You Guaranteed, bro. Fuck Chris Guy. I know he's capping on that shit. <laughs> so back to uh, Chris Guy. To Chris Guy. He's not going to be at the Grateful Dead concert in San Francisco, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> Um, but if he was, he wouldn't be wearing a shirt like in every one of his interviews. I actually saw him in an interview in a button-up when he was doing the mayor campaign. Weird. And I was like, there's got to be something going on here. Because I didn't even know that guy owned a shirt with sleeves. Dude, so, man. 
The crazy thing is, is the people, if you tell all the people who love him that he's nuts, they look at you like, you don't see it. You oh, don't yeah, yeah, yeah. see it. And yeah. you're like, I don't see it. Yeah, they said the same thing about a lot of weird people over the years. Dude. 100%. He's crazy. Wow, man. Hundred percent, dude. You're crazy, bro. You, you you're stuck here voting for Anna Bailow. You can't man. you can't do that many steroids and not be crazy, bro. The guy's just a rat. He's ratchet. If he was a woman, he'd be ratchet. Oh my god, he'd have the worst hair and nails ever. You get what I'm saying? He's a ratchet. Hundred percent, Yeah, and you hear him talk. The worst part, and I said this many times in my life when having conversations about society, that. The, the worst thing in the world is somebody that is completely fucking stupid that believes in their heart to heart they're the smartest person on earth. That's crazy. That's him. Dude, I'm going to tell you something. <coughs> he not only believes he's smarter, he, he believes that you can't see through him. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. He, like, it's not that he's just, I'm smarter than you. He talks, like, when he says things, he talks like, yeah, like, you're stupid for not believing this nonsense that he's talking about. It's crazy. Yeah, I wish I had that amount of power over people. It's weird. You know, it ruined his father's, like, real estate company. I bet it did. <laughs> but, but he doesn't care because he's probably a selfish trust fund kid anyway. Like, where does he get his money from? He didn't even get any votes compared to Gong. I don't even know what Gong looks like. No, Gong smashed. Gong, I mean, Chris Guy smashed compared to Gong. He got, like, 8,000 votes. 8,000 people across Toronto. Toronto look. still has fucking Hillary Clinton as the fucking new mayor. I mean. That shit's crazy. How the fuck did they choose Olivia Chow? She's too Is like, she not, like, the Canadian Hillary Clinton? She's, she's like, super mega liberal lady. I would have gone with the central idealist kind of lady, Ana Bailao. You know how I know she would have been sick? Because I'm Portuguese, and Portuguese women are way smarter than Portuguese men. <laughs> that lady would have fucking you just gained smacked. You just gained so many people that bought tickets to your upcoming Portugal show. No, like, yeah. I'm not even going to lie, though, man. Like, Portuguese chicks, like, you know, in school, they were so much smarter than us. I can, I can think of three girls off the top of my hands right now. Amanda Waite, Marianne, and Sophia, and Marlene. These four chicks were smarter than anybody in my class in my grade growing up. By like a long shot, there wasn't a boy within ear. There wasn't a little Portuguese boy who you had get, anything in between the ears. Bro, you keep talking like this, you're gonna end up on the Portuguese sexiest man of the year. <laughs> you're not going to Portuguese GQ. It. Mike Rita is the sexiest man of the year. Just I think Anna Bailao should have been mayor. <laughs> There's the photo, the flip flashes going up. <laughs> the conspiracy. I made a fucking video about her a few days before to help give her a push. Yeah, you year. did. I, I saw did. that. To give her a little push, you know. And how she almost beat the fucking Chow, yo. She almost beat the Chow in here. You can't beat Chow because Chow's the latent lady. She's That's jacked. what I'm saying. She's fucking, she's the Canadian Hillary Clinton. Yeah, she's she's riding the clout. Jack Layton, OG, beloved. Dude, Jack Layton was beloved by everybody. Jack Layton is the best chance the NDP has had to have. Ever. And, and, well, ever. In the longest I have ever known. Remember the fucking, they've thrown some bobos <laughs> at us. Andrew Horwath, you're never going to win with the name Whore as your last name. Horwath. And then the son was a rapper. Bro, and she also, that lady, every time she speaked, she sounded like she was complaining about a fast food order. Wow. Yeah, she was a Karen of politics. Every time she opened her mouth. <laughs> and you're not going to believe this. Yes. Like, it, every time she said something, it sounded like, she could have said, like, happy birthday to someone, and it sounded like she complaining. The guy before her was a curmudgeon grandfather. I can't remember his name right now. A guy with a beard. Fuck, I can't Montclair? 
Mount Mount Montclair. Thomas Montclair. Thomas Montclair, bro. Remember that fucking goof? Yeah. A curmudgeon grandfather who doesn't want to take you to Center Island. Yeah. That's what he looked like. No, I've been to Center Island, and I remember when it was $6 to take the ferry, and they gave you a free hot dog. I didn't want the hot dog. There was no condiment. It's so weird how, like, politics is such gatekeeped. Like, you don't see, like, the 26-year-old person that's like, you know, and I think I'm going to, like, when is that going to happen? When are we going to get a 30-year-old prime minister? It's always some crusty old motherfucker like Joe Biden. Was as close as we got if he was 38 or whatever the fuck. Yeah, literally. And, and again, talk about somebody that's just riding a wave. Uh, I mean, you got ushered by the pops. And also, also, he was the first one that was really smart enough to be like, I know that a single issue can swing an entire country. I'll legalize, I'm gonna legalize weed. I'll legalize weed. So, bro, that's why he won. Okay, and the crazy thing is, that still works. They're just not doing it anymore. It always works. This is Take the thing, though. a single though. issue that's real important. This is the thing, though, with me. 30 years from now, after all this shit said and done, 30 years from now, we'll look back. And we'll say that he actually made change in this country that was positive. Sure, bro. By legalizing weed. Legalizing weed. All this other bullshit, whatever, bro. It comes, it goes, it ebbs and flows. Fucking. Legalizing weed was important to the country. Name something that has been like a st- like gay marriage. You know what I mean? Like I'm talking cemented. Who, who legalizes gay marriage in Canada, though? John Christian or some shit? We did that a long time ago, yeah. Right, like, it's just been okay. Oh, yeah, because it was, like, in the 90s. Yeah, we did that That's right, ago. that's right, because people were coming up here, like, in 99 or whatever the fuck, like, back then already. I don't remember who it was, but that was, again, that's the thing. Like, you can, if, if, if 70% of the country thinks you should legalize weed, you can run on a platform of legalizing weed and swing an election. Crazy thing is, he just got everybody to vote for him that one election. You were like, yeah, bro, if we just go vote, liberal, bro, we're he, all going to win. He had... The fucking bastard of Canadian cannabis, Mark Emery, who is now the farthest right wing nut job you could find. You're right. Promoting, promoting him. him. Yeah. Hundred percent. And that'll tell you exactly where these people's morals are at. If you think that Mark Emery isn't doing all that shit for fucking attention, when it was served him, he promoted the liberal government. There you go. If you want any more fucking I, I actually posted a poll. We never discussed it on the show. What was it? Who the most hated person in Canadian cannabis history was? Who'd you get? Oh, I won't say all of the people that I got because there were some people that we know that were on that list. Got a couple multiple votes. There was a lot of people that just threw shade at single people, and I just threw all those to the side. But Mark Emery, far and wide, there was probably 30 different replies no from people. No way. And I'm not just talking Vancouver people. Uh, but see, the fall from grace for him was so far, bro. Yeah, he went from being the king, the king of pot, the prince of pot. What was his name? The prince of pot. Did I ever tell you about me taking him to a, a Vancouver Canucks game? Oh man, I know it's one of the saddest stories I ever heard. He's the, just—he was just—he was horrible. He just talked about himself the entire time. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Anyway, so. That's another tangent that we can go on, but yeah, there was a few people that got multiple votes in that thing, but he he definitely got it by far. And like, yeah, was was an icon. Do you remember some of the other ones? Yeah, a lot of them were like mail order people. Um, a couple of them were like people that just rip people off. You know what I mean? That were just like a lot of it was just monetary rip offs, and I was kind of talking about more just like. Just not being a good person. You know what I mean? Like One time I got ripped off when I first moved to Wasega Beach. I didn't have a dealer and I ran out of weed. So I was using weed maps. And one of the people on weed maps was this guy called like Weed Lizard 420 or something like that. And, and the, they would, the weed lizard got you? Dude. 
God damn, Mike. <laughs> Dude, listen to this fucking rookie move by your boy Reeds. I order from the weed lizard. He comes to deliver it up. First red flag was no no hand-to-hand transaction. Leave the money on the veranda. I'll leave the weed. I'll pick up like in an envelope or a non-discreet bag. And blah, blah, blah. So he does it. Slimy. Slimy. I should have known right there. I see lizard. Him, I see him walk to his car. I open my door. I even say thank. Like I give him the old thank you. He looks at me. Gives me like a little nod. This older man too. Like I could tell he's probably sixty. This is an ex cop. I open the door. I can't believe it. I open the bag and it is the nastiest, brownest, cucka weed. He's already long on. He's at least it was playing. actually weed though. It was weed. Okay. Just absolute trash. Old man weed. Old man nasty weed. I message him. I go, Bro. what the fuck is this? How are you gonna charge me? normal weed prices for this are you out of your fucking mind i'll kill you i'll i'll order from a fake number and fucking (laughs) murder you mike throws death threats out on this podcast like fucking oprah throws cars i got a lot i I almost death threat dude i'm fucking psycho for something i'm probably gonna meet mine someday but what are you gonna get you know you're gonna catch a bullet one of these days i am watch you don't do that in the states though right i do not fuck around i i I won't even fuck around once i pass like never mind highway seven dude never mind the mason dixon line I, I, I could be in Vermont and I'm not fucking around. <laughs> I'm in Maine on the ocean and I'm not yeah, fucking around. I'm not fucking around. I, I, yeah, California, no way, bro. My boy Lucas got jammed up in California. I'm not fucking trying to fuck with that. But listen. <laughs> He's going to have to tell us that But in story. Ontario, you're like, the chance of somebody having a gun, whatever, bro. The chance of a fist fight are ha- happier, ha- ha- way higher. And I'm down for a fist fight if I have to. It's not the worst thing in the world. You catch a punch in the face, you got to move on. It's it, Bro, back when I was 18... The chances of someone pulling a piece on you that wasn't a pellet gun were almost non-existent. Non-existent. Now no. there's probably a twenty percent chance that you think someone people got depends pieces. on the person. Oh, well, I live in rural Canada, which is actually probably higher than the city. And I know that sounds fucked, but it's per the city has millions of people. Yeah. Whereas the country only has a few thousand. But out of those yeah. few thousands, a higher percentage of those few Dude, thousand I, got bro. rifles, got handguns, got There's been something. people in this area that have been hoarding guns since way before it was cool. That's what I'm saying. Like, those people will laugh and be like, shitty violence and guns is that true? They're like, gun re- registration. I just got all this shit in my shop. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> like, yeah, I live in the boons and I got two pellet guns ready to go right now. Like, loaded by my door and one in my room. Like, bro, bro I got 22 shotguns and shit like People that. act like a full I got all fucking, you know, like, I, I, don't, mine. I don't got a 22. I, 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 I don't me, have any guns personally, but. Bro. If I wish I did, there's guns in my house, so. bro. Like a 22 would be sick just because it's small and quick and ready to go. 22 protect you from a robber, bro. BB gun protect, bro. You load a fucking fresh cart, like like uh, like a air like an air tank into a BB, and some guy walks in the room and just start popping him in the eyes. Bro, over, bro. I have two fucking dogs, yeah. and I have a fucking Louisville fucking slugger beside my. I fucking, also have the slugger in my room. I've had a Louisville Shout slugger. To the old yeah. slugger in the room, bro. You can have a gun. You're coming into my dark house, bro. I'm you're catching. Your wrist, bro. Wrists. Like if you're walking like this, have you ever hit someone in the leg with a fucking baseball bat? No, the hardest I've ever hit somebody, and this story is fucked, was the back of a thigh. Some guy was we were in a schoolyard scrap, and a guy ran away. And we, bro, schoolyard scrap in the sense like literally, a friend of mine is getting rushed while we're outside for gym. I, bro, we're sprinting. We're watching this guy get beat up. My teacher's freaking out. What are you guys going? We're like, yo, do you? Bro, there's a guy trying to run away from me. And I didn't hit him with two hands. He's so lucky because I wouldn't have reached. I one-handed him in the back of the fucking thigh as hard as I could. But I can still see it nowadays. He went down so hard. I, I could have ended him right there. I, I, I picture it to this 
day him looking up at me like are you gonna like like he had like a are you gonna kill me face and i'm so bro i did it <laughs> i fucking like jammed him in the fucking side of the head like a like one of these uh, but after I whacked him in the leg, bro, there's no, this guy couldn't move. He couldn't crawl. I'm pretty like, I, I didn't break his femur, but I'm sure <laughs> bro, an old school gray aluminum you, bat. You gave him a good, you gave him a good Charlie horse. You though. Him a fucking, you're not going nowhere for at least two, three minutes. You piece of shit. And, and, and then I caught one of the other guys at McDonald's in the Galleria. Shout out Dufferin DuPont Galleria McDonald's and beat up a guy there in high school one time. Ran away. I don't know if I ever, I've ever told this. No, story. no, man. <laughs> it's a good one. In, in high school, so same day, my boy gets rushed. Whatever, bro. We whack buddy in the lake with the thing. We're we're still in school. <laughs> we, eye for an eye. We had to go back to class. You know, gym teacher is like, get the fuck out of there. Who is that kid? I never. Like, he's from another school. He's trying to beat up our boys. We go back to class. Just after gym. Um, so it's lunch. We get a call on a a friend of mine, Sony Erickson Flip. I'll never forget that. Hello. They're at McDonald's. Oh, my God. So we all start running towards McDonald's. Mind you, Bishop Morocco is a solid 10-minute sprint. And when you're in high school, you can sprint with a backpack for way longer than you can as an adult, man. We sprinted almost pretty much to the Galleria. I can't, I can't sprint for gunshots now Bro, as an we adult. we sprinted a solid 20 blocks. No. I swear to God. No, I, I might saunter. Dude, it, it was bonkers. So we get there. We cut through something. I guess I'll see it coming down DuPont in Toronto, if you know what I'm talking about. DuPont to the Galleria parking lot. We get there. We're exhausted. We're walking through the parking lot. We see the kids. Bro, I'll just never forget. i just never forget just beating up people, these two teenage kids. I'm also a teenager at the time. We're beating them up in a parking lot. A friend of mine comes with a hockey stick, whacks the kid in the fucking shoulder blade. Kid starts yelling bloody murder. And he hit him with a hockey stick? He hit him with a hockey That's stick. That's the most Canadian assault I've ever heard Bro, of. Bro, whacked him as hard you as you think you get assault with a weapon? Yeah, you do. And wow. It came in so hard what that I heard the, the like what, the what was the fucking guy in the Ninja Turtles that whacked people with the hockey stick? Oh, and, and the hockey man. Casey Jones. Casey, Casey Jones? Jones. They got a song. That's a Grateful Dead song. And I was like, Grateful Dead's <laughs> got a Casey Jones song. I was like, what? That's so why I was like, they got the song. Bro, what are you talking about, man? Fucking. So, buddy, we whacked the kids. Years later, this guy comes up to a show of mine. Oh, no. Yeah, and I don't recognize him. And he goes, hey, man, you don't know me, bro. Um, I'm one of the guys you beat up in, <laughs> in Galleria parking lot. And I was like, Jesus Christ, buddy. Everything good? <laughs> and, he, and he goes like, yeah, we're good, bro. Like, everything's okay. I'm you like, think it's like Steve Buscemi from, like, Happy Gomer yeah, or Billy Madison? Do up. Shoo shoo me up, shoo wash you, yeah, black days, black night, you know. Well, yeah, you know, he didn't lipstick me, man. But, uh, yeah, the guy explains what happened. He goes, I wasn't, you know, I was just there with my friends. I just got caught in a bad situation. He goes, I stopped hanging out with those guys. Like, and he's like, I'll never forget, man. Like, you were beating us up, and some guy whacked my boy with a hockey stick. He's like, Yeah, you remember that? He's like, That was crazy, man. I never wanted to like be part of that life again. I was like, Yeah. You Hope scared this guy out of the gang life. It wasn't even me. It was it was Shadow Junior. Junior whacked the kid with a hockey stick. Yo, man. he follows us. He it, called in, didn't he? I think he called in oh, with the trip the one time. Man. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I got hood. My hood boys, you know, they might not like support me, like go to live shows. <laughs> But they'll like support me, like they'll watch from afar and be like, Reed's, Reed's still holding down for the hood. Straight up. Yeah, I, you guys don't know, man. I grew up such a hood life. I don't know why. It was, I didn't realize how hood it was till I grew up and I watched gangster movies from like, like Boys in the Hood. I'm like, this isn't that crazy. Like, friends of mine got shot and killed. Who gives a shit? Like, that's just what happens. You grew up in the hood. Yeah. Like, people get shot every day. B, they be all right. Yeah. yeah like, bro, Cam. I swear to God, I remember watching certain movies and being like, this isn't that crazy. Like, the movie Friday, you're like, 
Friday is just <laughs> black guys living our lives. Like, yeah, we, we chilled, we smoked weed, we had bullies, we had guys who robbed people, we had drug dealers that you, oh, you could only buy that weed. You could only buy coke from a guy in the hood. And if you bought coke from anybody else and he found out, bro, he'd shake you down. He'd shake you down in front of everybody. In my territory. Bro, and embarrass you. He'd embarrass you in front of everybody. You'd go somewhere outside the hood. Dude, swear to God, man. And it was so wow. scary. I don't know where he's at. I want to give him a shout out, but I'm like, nah, I can't. He'll kill me. He'll be like, you say my name on the fucking podcast to get Mike Reed, I'll kill you. Statue limitations aren't up on that. Are you still still grinding out there right now? Intimidating people. Not only grinding, it's sad at this point. Because the game has changed so much. Nobody nobody's buying drugs from a street level guy at the park no more. It's all online. And he's holding it down still. He's holding it down on a Friday night at the park, having a few beers having a couple joints, waiting for customers to show up. Like the one or two weekly people that show up, like no one's coming to the park for, for drugs no more. No, 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 no. Score. Nobody's going to do it anymore. Well, and again, like you don't need to. Back then, you had a pager or something like that. Bro, At that point, phone, time, people phone. Up. But again, now you can just do it all online. Uh, on that no, note. Also delivery services. Lots of guys just deliver it to your house. Are you familiar with the, the name Jerry Martin? We might as well talk about this. It's a big thing in Canadian. Jerry Martin. No. Jerry Martin uh, of Vancouver. He was, uh, and I didn't know Jerry Martin personally, but people that we do know did oh, know Jerry he Martin. He died. He passed away uh, yeah, this past week. I know who you're talking about now. And he was the guy that opened the store in downtown Vancouver on the Lower East Side that was selling tested drugs to people in personal quantities only and, you know, making sure they weren't laced with fentanyl. And he opened up something called, iconically, the drugstore. Dude. I drove by it or the old location when we were in BC. Somebody might have pointed it out to us. And uh, yeah. When we were there in April? Yeah, someone pointed it out to us that that was the place that you could buy all that stuff and that was Jerry's place. Who were we with? Was it Neil? It might have been Neil because Neil is like not done that, but he's. Yeah, I don't know. He's branched off of that. I just know that uh, there was an outpouring of of, uh, condolences online that uh, he had passed away and uh, he was a, a person that was. Struggling in his own right, but was trying to make everybody struggle a little easier at the same time, you know? Tested hard drugs will one day, like like scientists made cocaine will be the norm one day. Well, and at the end of the day, you know, we've talked about this many times on the show, but it's something that needs to continually be uh, spoken about. These drugs, the war on drugs is an epic failure. And if we spent one-tenth of the money that we spent fighting the war on drugs on educating people properly and putting it into actual rehabilitation and so forth. It's like when I get into these arguments with people online, I, I made a post this week about, um, about uh, I think it was like an insight, a, in, in, injection site or, um, you know, a, a rehabilitation place that was like a place where people could go to use the drugs in a safe manner, like a safe site. You know what I mean? Fuck, you know what though, man? Safe drugs are important, but also access is also important. Like, not in the sense that they need access. Bro, 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 now as I'm getting older, I'm like, if I had open access to drugs, would I do drugs more? Like, if it was okay to do blow, would I be doing blow more often? And the answer is yeah. But here's the question, and and this kind of comes down to the science of, of human behavior. If from the time you were 10 years old, those things were on the same level of... 
all of the other substances that we're told aren't, or we were told as kids of our generation weren't as harmful. Fuck, you're right. Would you? Alcohol's the same. And uh, I don't drink you don't drink alcohol all. every fucking day. I don't drink alcohol at all. I'm like Dude, anti-alcohol. We've 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 come to the determination that the price of marijuana as a commodity is artificially infl- inflated over the years because of its legality, not because it's fucking any harder to grow than you know any other. If it, if you were allowed to freely grow it, there would be multiple grades of it, like every other agricultural thing. But it's so expensive because it's illegal. The same can be said about any of these drugs. Do you think that if the if it was completely legal, in Colombia as a country <laughs> could legally export cocaine to all of the countries around the world like the u.s exports all of their dog shit to everybody and china exports all of these products to everybody if the countries where these drugs come from they could legally export it everywhere what do you think the price of it actually would be fuck all because the price of rice is real fucking cheap bro yeah the price of fucking tilapia they farm fucking tilapia in asia and ship it all the way fucking over here to sell it to us in walmart shout out to f- a fake crab 99% tilapia. Yeah, it's reprocessed meat into, to look like crab that's crab flavored. I, I fucks with fake crab meat. I know, I know people that eat it just straight up. I cannot do it. You can't do it? No. Bro, you give me a little cup of soy sauce. I will smash. This is, Reed's, this is a 10 in Reed's snack life. Well, let's get some snacks going. All right, what do you want to do? We got these chips that they sent to us now. Humble chips, the the bag de- decomposes. Yeah, so Humble Chips, uh, shout out Humble Chips. They are an Ontario-based company. This is a family-owned. Yeah, I figured these are your salt and vinnies. Uh, they're a family-based company. They organic uh, potatoes, compostable bags. They're doing everything proper to to make a little bit of change in the snack game. These are two bag, two two flavors. No, I believe. No, I think there's smoky barbecue, sure. original, creamy dill, and salt, a cider vinegar. Which I, I'm going to oh, yeah, assume yeah, is yeah. salt and vinegar. God, those are similar as fuck. Yeah, and they also apparently have, like, I think a sour cream. So, uh, uh, husband, wife, kids, I believe most of their uh, potatoes are grown, like, somewhere in Alliston, something like that. But Ontario potatoes, yeah, them. all that. And salt and vinegar is where I wanted you to go first. Because yeah. we know that your 10 is a Lay's salt and vinegar chip. So, this is called cider vinegar. So, it's going to be, I'm sure I'm expecting some sort of buzzing tang. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I kind of thought it would be like a sea salt and malt vinegar, but then when I saw the cider part, oh, and they got the they got their autographs on the back, Alicia Wilder and Jeff. So shout out Humble Chips at Humble Potato Chips, HumbleChips.ca. We're gonna go for it. All right, take a couple. Yeah, very light. Got to do like you got to do like the berry, right? Good, good quality chip, thick. Yeah, chip quality is amazing. But the, the flavor is very light. Clearly, there's salt on these. Mm-hmm. Hmm. They're better as I go. The so flavor build. That's so probably why it's light. It's definitely an apple cider, too, because it's so sweet. Mm-hmm. It's such a sweet taste. Very different. It's a sweet potato chip with salty. Look, a kettle corn thing going on. Very much so. All right. Well, this, this is actually very complex for a, a potato chip. That just something called cider vinegar. It's, it's got a lot going on. I mm-hmm. Buried like these. So sweet off the top. Tripping my brain out. I've never had a sweet potato chip before. Like, I know you're saying, like a ketchup chip. My ketchup chip was tang. Mm, there were some peach chips that came out of Asia once that were wild. Mm-hmm. Peach. 
Our friend Pete used to love to give them to people and trip them out because you don't expect that shit to hit you like that, you know? Pete's the first person I ever bought salvia off. Yeah, he's always off. <laughs> Pete's a, Pete's a uh, psychonaut. Mm-hmm. He is. Mm-hmm. And um, he was dating such a hot chick at the time. He's also the first person I ever saw to have a streaming box. Yeah. He had a streaming stick. Mm-hmm. Way before anybody else. My first streaming box was the original Xbox. No. You had something else going on. I can't remember what the fuck you have. These are good chips, by the way. These chips are really good. The light flavor builds, and that's probably why they weren't... Because they'd be overpowering. If there was any more flavor on them, they would have been overpowering by now. And They're that, not wrong. And that vinegar... There's so many salt and vinegar chips, and this one is very unique and in a good way. Just different as fuck. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, like, if you told me these were thin slices of apple or not thin slices of potato, I would believe you. It has a weird sweetness to it. You just blew my fucking mind, Mike, Rita. Did you get what I'm saying by that? Mm-hmm, 100%. Like, that's what it tastes like, as if it was a thin, crispy apple slice. Pomme de terre. Apple of the earth. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, f- I fucking smell what you're stepping in, Mike, Rita. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad at these at all, dude. And mm-hmm. the fact that the bag's compostable and like, I'm about it. It's all good. It's like the Mr. Beast thing, right? Fuck, these chips are good. I gotta stop eating them. You know, I can't give them that crazy chip rating because they're they're so different from another chip. You can't compare this to a Lay's. A Lay's is fucking dusted in flavor. You're addicted to the flavor by the end of the bag. It hurts your mouth. It hurts your mouth. That's how dusty it is. But to me, those are a 10 because that's what I grew up on. I love it. It's an addiction. This is a better quality chip than a Lay's. This is a real chip. Real chip, for sure. You get the skin on this month. You right don't here. feel like you're fucking Ooh. eating something bad. You're like, yeah, these are... Wow. Ladies and gentlemen. I'll give you that. This guy just found... End piece. A dusty old end piece of a potato, like a little sliver. Like you could just... No, no. You know we're good friends, Mike. That was so puffy and nice. Thanks, bro. <laughs> That's for you. You know what? It's probably the best organic chip I've ever had in my life. By far. Usually organic chips, they these taste healthier than a regular chip, but they maintain all of the, the, the good qualities of a dirty chip. You I know love what I mean? the vinegar that I keep tasting. It's so nice. It hits the palate and the way it just, it, it's got depth to it. Light and crispy is the truth. They have that on the bag. They know it. Organic, humble potato chips. Cider vinegar. They're not overpowering. Very light. I can eat a whole fucking bag and not feel guilty. And if you're going to do a salt and vinegar chip at this point in the game, man, you got to come something different to the table, don't you? These apple Mm -hmm. cider. Doesn't say apple cider. Almost, almost. What else, what other ciders do they make? Is there any other ciders besides apple cider? Is yeah. someone making pear cider? Yeah, pear cider, grape cider. Um, so cider's like a, a type of alcohol, or a, before it's a sweeter version of a wine, almost like you're fermenting the wine. You're fermenting wait. the fruit to the point before it becomes wine. So is there grape cider before wine? I believe so. I believe you can make like a cider with like a white, like a white wine cider. Or a white grape rhyme. Mold grape cider. Mm-hmm. Huh. Who would have thought? 
So basically, cider like the me- cider it just interchanges with like fucking drink or something. What's that, like the meaning of cider? I mean, definition is what I'm saying. An unfermented drink made by crushing fruit, typically apples. Okay. Unfermented. Mm-hmm. But before it starts fermenting, that's what you left. That's what you get. And and you also get an, an alcoholic drink made from fermented crushed fruit, typically apples. And mix it. Hmm. Interesting. These chips are fire. Mm-hmm. We almost cut the whole bag. I, I can't. That doesn't surprise me. Um, I I think I'd feel better giving these to my child. Back on the Mr. Beast thing. Wow. Huge point. You're not wrong. They don't feel like they're fucking crusted in oil. I mean, they're probably going to have normal potato because potato itself is starchy and starchy is calorie. No trans fats. I'm still a big person on that personal choice with the trans fats thing. We're pro-trans. We're pro-trans. For sure. Guelph, Ontario. Really? Mm-hmm. That local. Mm-hmm. My God, these were good. And they're against, okay, against the normal fucking potato chip, it's impossible because they don't have that flavor kick. But no. also, that's not what their job is. These are a healthier, different choice. They're not as fucking... There's no guilt. We just smashed that whole bag, okay? We want like five minutes. There's like a tiny little bit of chip left. There's no guilt. There's no grease in my mouth. There's no, no like cleaning my hands on my pants over and over again. Light and crispy. Light and crispy couldn't... couldn't. You, they can't tell you how more perfect that fucking... Light and crispy, that's it. They're light. They're crispy chips with a nice... Even coating of flavor, but that isn't overpowering. I'm going to say as an organic chip in that category, these are like a fucking 7.7, 8.1. Somewhere in between there. Like, they're they're not perfect, but they're not fucking those awful organic chips that you have at the airport sometimes that you're just like, what the fuck did I spend five bucks on right now? Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely saying that on a chip scale, if... It's eight. It's an eight. It's definitely eights. It's definitely eights for me, because I bump. I I, I feel like and you fuck with a lot of chips, oh, dude. I feel like they got the flavor. Flavors, they got yeah. they got a very unique flavor that's good. They got the fact that they're 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 healthier than the alternatives, and uh, again, I feel like I could eat a lot a lot of them, and and I could I could give them to my kid, and not really feel bad about it. Organic everything on this. Organic, it, it, one second here. Um, Mike, it doesn't say organic sea salt. Is that because we just automatically assume if it's sea salt, it's organic? No. Is there unorganic sea salt? Yeah. Really? How's that work? Okay. So they probably take... Organic sea salt would have to be imported from somewhere where the salt itself evaporates. Because once it's... Maybe not. <laughs> Like yeah, like I feel like they would have used what is organic the processing. Yeah. Like yeah, is the processing aspect of the salt destroy the salt organic properties? Right. Let's see. Sea salt. See, that's what I'm saying. You they see? flood man-made pools with salt water from the ocean, and, and waiting, for, waiting for the water to evaporate under the sun, which leaves behind various size of sea salt crystals. That's what I was saying. I know that there's a way. So there's they, no such thing as. That every, there, there's it's only if you're using seawater and sun, then all sea salt's organic. No choice. That's why they did. Because I'm just saying, like everything on here says organic except the sea salt, sea and salt I feel like it's to be yeah assumed that this is organic sea salt, 
We ain't fucking. Today uh, you learned on the Snacks of Life podcast. Yeah, we had to stoner through that. We're like, you know, I'm like, well, yeah, because is there a way to process it that makes it unorganic? Or is it always just that one way? You imagine going to the sea salt factory? It's <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of shallow fucking <sighs> pools of salt water. <sighs> It's just a little salty pool. Who's managing that? Where they're just like, all right, Joe, just sit there and watch that water evaporate till the salt's there. I was an engineer. <laughs> okay. He's miserable. <laughs> all right, we got to do a dab. We're mid-show. We're past mid-show. Okay, I got your sound bite here. Oh, he's back. Yeah, I got your sound bite. Okay, here we go. <laughs> yo, 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 it's Headwater. I want to see Mike Rita do another dab that steals his soul. Makes it so he can't breathe for like five minutes. That shit was hilarious. Keep it up. Okay, I just I, I kept my my cap on there when we were traveling. Um, there's some uh, President's Choice chatter over there. There's a time you gotta go, and then you know, and then you show. President's Choice. <laughs> I just clicked it. I was like, PC, the family brand. Fuck yeah, Weston. I can say that on this episode. <laughs> Just leave that in there. Man, we got to bring back Shade. Shade was a party, bro. You know what, man? Shatter is, is very, very affordable at this point. I know. It's very affordable. People the hash rosin know. that I'm smoking. Not affordable. <sighs> you know Tasty, what? Tasty, though. Tasty. And uh, here's one. Remember when Buddy had this thing and you were like, I've never seen one of those before. This is the one that I showed you multiple weeks before that. What is it? It does the temperature of it, so you know when to fucking smash. I never saw that. You just are old school. You're like, all right, use your hand. <laughs> use your wrist. Use your wrist. If it doesn't burn your wrist, you can go. Hey, 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 hey. You can't throw out the wrist, the, the wrist method like that. I'm going to go get that juice you had. I want to try that, too. Yo, yo, go grab all those juices. Yeah. There, there's a bunch of them. There's if we don't get to them this episode, we'll do them next episode. Woo! Woo! We might go to McDonald's tonight, bro. I'm hungry, bro. We haven't done our McDonald's trip in a long time. They're missing us. <laughs> the sticker's still up at the Wendy's. You got to go other way. You got to go other way. You're a madman. <laughs> Did you see me trying to break? Yeah, it? dude. You can't do that. Well, okay. I just meant step the other way, but wow, Mikey. All right. Well, I guess I'm doing the first dab. Hopefully. Yeah, the time, This is a huge dab. That's you, bro. This is a huge dab. Wow, that's fucking sick, man. Wow. I got a couple gems in my uh, repertoire, Mr. Mr. Rita. Bro, I gotta lose weight so I can buy that fucking Elton John shirt from you. I think about that thing weekly, and if I'm thinking about that. This week would have been the week to hit me up. Uh, What is this? Which one you want? This week could have been the week. Hey, they're cold. Which one you want? Rip. Well, you do them both. I brought glasses. Or whatever one you want to do, and we'll do one next. There should be three drinks in there, though. There is. Oh, fuck. Those are the for the extra or what? <coughs> is there some Q-tips still over there? I saw some q Oh, my God. Those are so cold. Ouch. That fucking hurts. Because they were so cold? They're so cold, yeah. <laughs> Your hands haven't acclimatized. I, I swear, I, I thought I saw a Q-tip. I did, some. I did. Yeah, I did bring some, like, months ago when we were doing dubs. Damn, the time! <laughs> God. <laughs> 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 
nothing. If you don't cough, like sometimes I just want to cough. Yeah. I try, bro, that's it. We just got our new sub. I just, my headphones? <laughs> right I, need, I need more snare in my headphones. Turn, Turn me up. Turn me up. Where's my snare? Turn me up. Bro, I can't believe you just said that. She's got me going. I tried to explain that to Danielle, my wife, one time. She's like, why? <coughs> no, she's from Newfoundland, so that's not she's actually like, <laughs> Boys, why do you, why do you care for what you're doing? And I was like, she's like, uh, You made Danielle sound so bad there, and I know Danielle. She's <laughs> awesome. No way you should do that. She's such a normal broad. <laughs> yeah, there's not, no, that's not fair. And, uh, and so she, she, one time she went like, why do you cough so much? And I go, I like to cough after a dab. It helps get back to normal. And she's like, what is, oh, <laughs> there's a time you got to go and then you snow and then the door. All right, let's clean. Let's clean this banger. Whoa. I'm going to say, fucking Big Shot never fucking turns me. One time I left my dab rig on <laughs> on top of a bed in a hotel and it broke through the sheets. You told that story and you sewed it up like fucking Martha Stewart. Wow, I did tell that story. You've done that a few times, though, but it comes with the territory of fucking smoking weed for two hours straight. There's a time. How do I know when this thing's ready? We're going to give you this little thing, or I'll do it for you. I'll give you a hand here. So you turn this little fucker on, yeah. and you put it in there, and it's red, so it's not ready. All right, how do I well, How do I just break off a little chunk of dab of that? I would just blow on it a little. I like to blow on it, and we'll do a huge dab that takes your life. Like It's also a dab or no? I, I thought it was a dab or <coughs> two. Oh, no. I it was a dab. No, don't, don't fucking ruin it. Let me just drop it in. Stupid. No, you said take your soul. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I still have it. I still have a pretty big chunk. Okay, that's fair enough. I showed them my dab. You should show them your dab. It's big enough that you can see it for sure. It's like a little diamond. I just want you to know that I showed them my dab first, though. So you, you're, give it a quick little... Give it one good blow. Yeah, okay, let's see. That's probably good. Mike Rita just blew me. There's a time there you go. Again. Yeah, it's a little hob. It'll be good. Okay, and then here. Go. Pull. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, it has been a while since we did tabs on the show. <coughs> I'll let you. I'll let you cough in silence. I got your mic on mute. Give me the thumbs up. No, you gotta go, man. I did. I did huge dab on my own. <coughs> I'm still coughing. So, what I've done with the drinks this week, Mike? I know you didn't finish that dab, sir. I did. Oh, yeah? No. No. <laughs> I was going to say. <coughs> I hope that did uh, good for you, Mr. X. I hope that was... Uh... Yo, 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 it's Headwater. <laughs> I want to see Mike Rita do another dab that feels his soul. There you go. Are <laughs> <sighs> oh, you got the sweats? Yeah. Perfect. So, we've uh, we've 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 reviewed a bunch of these energy drinks from the U.S., but in all fairness, I've been bringing the premium shit. They're trying to ban your prime. Yeah, dude, I was gonna actually talk about that. How how Mr. Beast makes wholesome snacks for kids, and Logan Paul is pushing caffeine like a cocaine dealer. <laughs> Two, 200 milligrams of caffeine in those motherfuckers? That's six cans of Coke, bro. I didn't know that. He's getting sued, or they're getting they're getting investigated by the F, uh, Food and Drug Administration, FDA. It just sounds six bad. cans of Coke. <coughs> in one of those energy drinks. 
<laughs> we should get into the liquid death. This is what they sent this to us for. <coughs> Imagine how hard it would be for someone to actually edit this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take all the coughs and the ums out of your podcast and you're left with 15 minutes of... Yeah, just me singing. This <laughs> time you got Ah, dab sweats. So what I've done though, where I was going with this, Mike, <coughs> I've brought one of the most aggressive, <coughs> the most aggressive sounding, cheapest bang for your buck energy drink I could find. This is called G Force Rip It. G Force Rip It. And this can here. Which is a 16 ounce can is a dollar twenty five American. That's an energy drink. This is an energy drink. Let me see this. Rip it, and I got grape. You know why? Because grape is a very hard flavor for me. It's either good or it's not. Include about fifty one grams of added sugar. That's a hundred and two percent of your daily amount. It's more than you need in one day in this can. We'll just rip it into a little swig. Well, or or if you want, you could do accelerator. No, because that one's about heart attacks. <laughs> it says heart attacks right on it. Yeah. Accelerate your heart to heart attack proportions. So that one was ninety nine cents. That's a ninety nine cent energy. Yeah, drink? it's a dollar ninety nine, but every single one had a coupon for for a dollar off. So it was a ninety nine cent energy drink, and then finally, not in the uh, energy drink category, which we may save for the next episode, but whatever, is the uh, berries and cream RC Cola. RC Cola, a hood favorite. Yeah, it's slushing out a little bit. Good. It's icy. Hit me up. Rip it. It just sounds aggressive, doesn't it? Now, full disclosure, I did try one of these <coughs> previously. I tried the cherry limeade flavor, which is another hard flavor for me because I don't like cherry. Cherry flavor shit sucks. I don't like cherry flavored stuff. But I don't even like cherries that much. Cherry limeade? Fire. No, yeah. Yeah, Sonic cherry limeade slushy. Oh, like from Sonic. Yeah. All right. All right, rip it, grape. Rip it. Uh, it smells like a grape freezy. But what did I expect it to smell like? Well, that's the thing about grape, man. Grape's either good or it's bad. Dude, and it's it, it, 51 grams of sugar. That hurts. That hurt to drink, didn't it? <laughs> like, I almost choked. I think I'm, I think I'm dying. Oh, that might have been the dab. It's so fizzy. It does have a lot of fizz. The second it touches your tongue, it goes... Like it it's like, like it's rockets like those fucking pop rocks. Like it's a pop rocks. Yeah, it's got pop. That's why it's called, bro. This has pop rocks vibe. The second it hits your tongue. You think it's because it's slushy from being in the freezer though? I can't tell. I don't know. Why it's all it? the, it's frozen carbon dioxide it's in so there. So carved up. Like the second it hits your tongue, I swear. Like, like it's, that. The flavor's good though. It's grape. It tastes like a. Where's grape all crush? that sugar? It it tastes like a really sugary grape crush to me. So sugary, actually. I, I feel it. Listen, if I if it if this wasn't meant to kill you, fifty one grams of sugar in a can of soda is insane. But how much is in like I mean, that's about what's in. That's a big can. How much is in a regular can of Coke though? 
know. It's got to be. It's like it's forty five grams. So you I know even, yeah, is it? yeah, I'm pretty sure, dude. That's how high they are. Right? I love I love Coca Cola. I, I ironically, I zero sugar Coca Cola, zero caffeine. Yeah, but you've been through that. That's your ten of pops. It's I always, like, I it's always, like zero always, sugar fucking Coca Cola. Zero sugar, zero caffeine. Wow, with the, with the gold tops. Um, in certain states. They uh, they tax only carbonated beverages versus non-carbonated beverages. And I pointed it out once that if you go and get a Minute Maid peach, I may have said this on the podcast, if you go get a Minute Maid peach drink, <coughs> it's sold as juice and it contains less than 1% of juice and it has more sugar by a substantial amount, like 70-something grams of sugar in a bottle. I love those then Minute Maid peaches. Too. All of those Minute Maid juices have way more sugar in them than Coca-Cola. Yeah, because they're made from concentrates. So, a.k.a. we take peach terp, throw a little water, throw a, little, throw a ton of sugar. and Less uh, than 1% of juice. Crazy. Like, if that, you're, you're playing the lottery for your fucking juice in that drink. <laughs> maybe, my, <laughs> maybe this sip will have it. Dude, I'm gonna tell you straight the fuck up. Uh, Buck twenty five for that energy drink, though. The worst juice slash obviously not a fucking juice that exists is the strawberry kiwi dole. Oh really? Do you know what I'm talking about? Dole drinks like D O L E, like the fucking. Fruit. Oh, the one in the can. They make cans, but they make also a bottle, bro. They okay. also make like a peach pineapple. Oh, man, they used to sell them at Vapor Central, and if I was having a really good show on Stoner Sundays, I would treat myself because they knew they were death, and they were going to give me heartburn later that night. But going down, there was no sweeter nectar. Dude, there is a dole, and this is why I was wondering, a strawberry lemonade and lemonade that comes in a can that I've been on Probably recently. Fire. Bro, so much sugar, though. When it hits the palate, you're like... <laughs> <laughs> Look at I, bro. <laughs> Like it hits you all in here. Hey, there's a couple. You know, you know what has that to heat and treat. Oh yeah, yeah dude. You, when know what I'm feel, about? you feel low on blood sugar. You go to the fucking have Tahiti. A quick <laughs> have a quick Tahiti. <laughs> Shit, you just bro, rock it. You yeah. You my kids like give me an energy drink, bro. When we were kids, you get a Tahiti treat into yeah, you, man. bro. You fucking boom. Those disappeared for a long time. I thought they were off the market. I realized that they it's brought like, it back as a different name. That's funny, bro. So yeah. it used to be Tahiti treat when we were kids. Yeah. You're going to notice this now that I said it. Nobody else really, you don't pay attention to it. Logo's the same. It's called Tahitian Treat. Oh, yeah. Swear to God. Take a look. Yeah, well, that's a whole different country, bro. What do you do, want? And they come, they come from the States. They're still not available in Canada. They're imported. But you can get it in two liters. Who in this world needs a two liter of Tahiti Treat? That has to be for mix for alcohol. Well, they actually, here's the irony. Crazy. I think that's the right term. Alanis Morissette would maybe may, may get that right. Where you at, Atlanta? You can get Tahiti treat alcoholic beverages in Canada, but you can't get the actual soda. I wouldn't be surprised. No, you can. I have some at my house. Oh, man, Tahiti, Tahitian treat. Here's Tahiti. the other thing. Tahitian treat in the alcohol one has no sugar in it. Uh, I'm out. <laughs> this podcast is over. I just walk out. Yeah, you're like, you listen, what is the world doing? There was stores that you would get it at. People don't know of those. My wife never experienced this. Growing up in Toronto, and this is how cultural Toronto is. And we might have talked about The this. Korean convenience stores. Bro, the convenience stores with yeah. the beef patty 
box. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You said that. that you, you should, yeah, 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 yeah. That's where you got the heat and treats, and that's where you also got the fruit one. Fuck, I can't remember the name. These are all the people that are selling exotic snacks out of the stores now. They, they, they're all biting. I know, on. man. Back in the day, these people could have been doing it and making so much more money. But they, on, honest to God, though, they were doing it way before because they were the places you got the Arnold Palmers, you got the Arizonas, yeah. you got the imported American drinks in those stores. They bro. also sold singles to you once you hit teenagers. Well, like those are teenager. also those are also the places that just didn't have PepsiCo. Like, if you notice, they didn't have PepsiCo contracts, right? No, they had Like, the Circle K or the Maxes, or even Coca-Cola contracts. They were buying, you'd see them at the fucking Walmart and stuff with cases and cases and cases checking out when they go on sale. How fucking funny is that? Yeah, three bucks a case. Yeah, we'll buy that for the rest of our lives. That you'd see them because they get, they, or they'd buy it at the wholesaler where they have other things, right? And so, yeah, like man. Like a cash and carry kind of shit. Yeah, 100%. That's exactly where, that's where a lot of these people that sell exotic snacks just get their shit now. Yeah, my brother worked at a cash and carry, like a wholesale cash and carry. Cash and carry for people now. who don't know. This was like pre-Costco Canada shit. You could just go to a warehouse and buy. If you bought enough, you could buy fucking like. Most of you need you? a business number. You need something like that. Mm -hmm. Now to show that you were a, a licensed reseller. Was that what it was? Yeah. Well, just so that. Yeah. Because, you, you know. Like, or you hope you had an uncle. Yeah. It was a secret, secret society, society man. You're like, oh, you have a business and you can buy this stuff cheaper. I know. My, see, my my uncle. Bro, we can't name him because I realized this was clearly so under the table. <laughs> But he he would overbuy stuff for his company and sell it to everybody for so cheap, bro. Like I cost, <laughs> yeah, to cover his cost pretty much. So you cut, you know. I'm sure back in the day, you just charge everybody like fifty cents, a dollar more a case, bro. And nobody said nothing. I go to the wholesaler down in Toronto. I buy steaks on oh. a barbecue. Go buy go buy a box of steaks. I was buying boxes of French fries. Yeah. Onion rings, bro, restaurant-grade onion rings. Buy the box. I have a big freezer. And then you buy, and it comes in the bag, and then in the bag in the box. Yeah, and bro, I have a, a restaurant, full restaurant deep fryer that runs on a 20-pound propane tank. Damn. Two basket, bro. When that shit was rocking, we went dinner, 12 minutes. One whole fucking basket of french fries, one whole basket of chicken wings. See, people don't know. I haven't done this in years because my mother used to do it. Deep fried chicken wings, no breading is the way to go, bro. Kills it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Do you put breading? Do you always put breading, or do you sometimes not choose to put breading and you just go straight up like? If I buy chicken wings, if yeah. I'm making chicken wings at home, I do no breading, just sauce. Maji, a deep fried crispy. chicken wing crispy. by itself is crispy, bro. You don't need breading. I don't understand the breading craze, because I never grew up with breading. I never grew up with breading. I still don't. I, I, I like baked wings. If I, we're dare, be I, I dare you to go to Buffalo. Yeah, and ask for a breaded wing. A breaded wing. They'll, right? they'll look at you like you have fucking thirty-five heads. I never understood the breaded wing craze. <laughs> First of all, it makes that. the skin stay soft inside. Bro, you just want to fucking deep fry that skin, cook that chicken inside. The chicken stays juicy if you fry it quick enough, bro. Breading bro. is for fried chicken. Not yeah, chicken wings. like a chicken breast or some shit, because it doesn't thigh. have any skin or a thigh. That's right. Fried chicken, it should be like dark meat fried. Like no, but you know, make don't make no fried chicken like at breast, but bone in maybe. You my know mother, what I mean? my, bro, when we were growing up, my mother loved fried chicken, so we had fried chicken a lot. You know, you see, bro, even till this fucking love fried chicken. But um, my mother always made it with no skin, uh, with skin if it was wings, uh, legs. Thigh as well always got cooked with the with the skin on it, and then yeah. the sauce would be added on later. But bro, breast, my mother would always make strips, and then she would do the the egg and the cracker, and then whatever, bro. You know, yeah, yeah. cornflakes, bro. Not even okay. So years ago, and we're talking like eighties. Somebody in my family works for KFC. They realize what the fucking recipe is. This ain't no thing. We can make this pretty close at home. 
Bro, they, you know. Are you telling me, Mike Rita? There's a Rita live recipe. on the Snacks of Life podcast Boys. that you know the original KFC recipe and it is in your family we repertoire. This is going to sound like a fucking. The Rita. What is it? The R RFC? Rita RFC, Fried Chicken? Rita Fried Chicken, bro. Rita, Rita Fried Poulain. You know, yeah, the, the Fried Poulain, bro. Listen, I'm not even going to lie when I say this. If you, there are people right now who watch this show, guys who have called in, who growing up, Bruninsky and all you guys, I know you guys listen, bro, you guys can comment or something and we got a flute, flute, bro, they used to come to my mother's house to smash the chicken because it was mad close to KFC. The only thing about KFC was, and I know this now as an adult, there was a bit more flour in it. Ours, it's like they had concentrated it too much. It's like they had to out the flower portion because it was like so. It was like the KFC taste on concentrate a little bit almost. It was dank though. It was turp. It was the extra KFC turp. Extra KFC turp. And it would go oh, so crispy. So what you would do is, bro, a little chicken thigh, you know, or chicken, like, you know, strips, and everybody would dip it in sauce. Yo, what do I got to do to get the Rita Fried uh, Chicken, man? I'm gonna actually, I should bring you a small fucking, bro. I have to be a Portuguese kid to come for lunch. <laughs> so all these people are listening to this right now. You're in Portugal. I'm going to be in Portugal at the time, yeah, when this comes out. You'll see my posts. Oh, baby, what you see, you reach his posts. Ah, you thought I was excited for Dead and Company. Yeah, I know. Reach is going to the homeland. For like almost three weeks. The last week is just with my mom and dad. Just uh, just to get it out of me. Are they going to show you, like, the house they grew up in and shit? Have you seen that shit in Portugal? Is that what you do? And when I go there, I stay in my mother's childhood home. Guys, built in, like, 1872 on a, a tiny island called San Miguel in the middle of the Azores. An archipelago built off volcanoes. Just showed up one day and Portuguese people fucking, you started using it because we were, try, we were you know, we, we were boat builders and, we, and, and with Spain and along with a lot of people from that part of Europe, we were traveling across the North America. So they were using Azores as a stop. Yeah. You kind of refuel. <laughs> Guys, the Azores, I'm fu I have, my name, my last name is Rita. Rita is a, like, Finnish, Swedish name. So fucking sometime in the 1600s, probably, some fucking Swedish boat comes by the Azores, lays the family name. One of my great-great-grandfathers, instead of getting back on the boat with everybody, was like, nah, someone stay here in the tiny Azores. He met a babe. A babe. So my, one of my grandmothers was like some, like, you know, mermaid type. They're like, it's mermaids. Yeah. <laughs> We're staying here. Bro, got scooped up, starts the Rita family name. So, like, and, and everybody talks about it on the island. They're like, oh, Rita's, like, Rita's not a fucking Portuguese name. It's, like, one of the only ones not. And, uh, yeah, so our lineage, and my mother, and, and even, like, bro, my father especially, though, like, everyone's got different looks, but, like, my mom looks Portuguese. My father, he doesn't look Portuguese. He looks like... Uh, he looks like a dude who has a tan who's not supposed to have a tan. He, he looks like Donald Trump. Do you know what I'm saying? Like when you're like, you're supposed to be white and you've beat the odds. Somehow you're like a super tanned man. You're like, it's off. But he doesn't, it's very even. It's very funny to see. And, uh, but I love him to death. But yeah, the Rita family name. So, we so who owns this right? house now? It's split amongst the grandchildren. So my mom and all of her sisters and brother and one brother own it. And everybody, whoever goes to Portugal, just uses it, you know? So you just stay in this sick fucking home. 
Like they've you have like it. maids there? Is this like a fucking? Or no, like, it's like a little home in a little town. So it's like it's like row housing from like. Does the neighbor just take care of it when yeah, people aren't there? And that neighbor and her family have been our neighbors for like two hundred years. Like we have a fig tree in the back that has a photo of it as a baby, and the photo is over one hundred and twenty. Like not uh, like. Bro, it's got to be going almost 130 now. Like you it's know, from the like 1800s or some shit. 1889 or something like that. Like wow. it, it's a photo from the town showing that part of the island. Like you know what I mean? Wow. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up to think. Like uh, I think the photo's actually from like okay, let's say 1905 or 1908. I can still see it in my head. So there's no ring doorbell on this on this post. Like the the keys. Are a real set of keys from like the 60s and 50s. Like when you look at them still, you're like, this company is long gone. This right. happens. Like it's we're a, never replacing this lock. No, this lock is the lock. The fact you even have to, like, you have to lock the house? No. But because like they you know, do. They, they do. But they keep the back door open because the back door is privately owned amongst the neighbors. Right. So only like, you know, us, the lady next door with the dog, and our cousin who lives next door to us too. Like you can get to it. Yeah. They leave it open though. It's it very humid. Just a little island in the middle of the ocean. Right. It's mad humid. So if you don't open doors and windows, your house will literally mold up. Right. Like. Right. Like, Quickly. I don't even know how to explain that, that shit. No, that's tropic, tropical area. Tropical yeah, shit. Even in Mexico, you probably have to do that Yeah, shit, you have to open windows. If you don't have yeah. breezes going through, uh, your house molds up, your wood molds up. So none of these houses have such a thick layer of plaster on them, like ocean, like ocean protecting plaster. The wood. Inside the house, like when you like go into the attic, you're like, "Wow, this is crazy, bro. Hey. This wood is like hand slate. Like you know, you can see like yeah. some guy a hundred years ago was, was using a planer it. going yeah. like this and fucking yeah. planing out it this wood. It doesn't have symmetry. It's it not even at like all. A, it's like a fucking. It looks like a piece of wood, bro. Yeah, it's yeah, a piece yeah. of wood that's holding up the fucking. Yeah, house. Yeah, well, and then they just plastered it in and then put another one on it. And, and he, mm. over the years, they put more plaster and plaster on the outside because right. it has to stop like you know ocean breeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take a picture, man. I have pictures of it already. I'll try to send you some for the thing. Uh, uh, fuck, man. It's like stuff like that. You have to have a certain appreciation for it. Yeah, they're old. They're sick. Old fig tree in the back. You're like, this fig tree signifies the uh, the building of this neighborhood. You're like, damn. Bro, there was so just fuck. a kid that got arrested somewhere in Asia for carving his name in a temple oh, from like no. 70, 700 it was from <laughs> it was idiot. built in like 700 like <laughs> like like some like sort like super ancient fucking temple yeah like i'm waiting for the rest you're like no that's it bro it was like that's how old it and is and this, this guy is can't, is the guy carved fucking julian or something into this fucking temple uh, and uh, and i think if i'm not mistaken we should look this up when i hear um, about this i'm so happy it's not my name you're like oh thank god it's not a mic but i mean if he did it you could tell everyone you did it and then you know what i mean uh, i don't want to even i would never i i love old shit when I was in Boston, you get to go a by the 17-year-old boy allegedly carved the name Julian with his nails into a pillar at the, I'm not even going to try to say that name. What, well, bro? The Tashodaji. Tashodaji Temple in Nara Prefecture? Whatever the, the fuck that means. Canadian. That's what, I was, that's what I was trying to get at. He's a Canadian. Bro, what a black eye on Canada as a whole. Who raised this kid? No Canadian I know would ever do something this fucking dumb. A World Heritage Site in Japan. Oh my God! Why? Look at this that? temple, dude. It looks like something out of fucking uh, Kung Fu Panda. 
I'm so disappointed right now. And, and like, what? Like, where's this kid from, man? You know, he's gonna be from. Man, he's gonna be from Oshawa. Have you, where's Julian? Is there I can't remember what fucking building it is. I think it's the Ripley's Believe It or Not building in Niagara Falls. They have the little Japanese building that was brought over. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. They have a real Japanese hut somewhere. I don't know if it's. Damn. I can't remember what fucking. This thing was built. 1250 years ago crazy huh world heritage site oh man what an idiot why would he do that wood i'll put the picture up it's going to be down here this is something that's important bro we're raising these kids maybe not this kid he's 17 my kid's only 10 bro if my kid ever did this shit he would not come home from japan i'd leave his ass there i'd be like listen japanese people you fuck with him take him the incident follows a similar recent event in Italy when a video surfaced showing a British tourist carving names into a coliseum in Rome. Italian officials have vowed to fine and punish the tourists who carved Ivan plus Haley 23 no. on the wall of the ancient Roman structure. The fucking coliseum, Emma, that thing's been around since Jesus. You know what we should do? We should put him in the center coliseum and make him fight for his life to Bro. honor the coliseum. Wow! Thank God he was a British person. Ah, oh, it's easy to hate the Brits for some reason, isn't it? Oh, if I can roll over Ailey, if I Ailey, bro, could you imagine how fucking inconsiderate you have to be to go to some place like the Roman Empire Coliseum? Where you're like, like, like you're saying, you're in Azores and you're looking at this wood. It's been there for fucking hundreds of years. Bro, it's the coolest thing you could look at because you see the how it was carved. You're not fucking carving Mike fucking plus Danielle in the fig tree. Reach 420. Reach 420 into the fig tree. Could you imagine how pissed your neighbors would be? Hey, that's been there for 100 plus years. This shit's been around since way before, like, Ivan and Haley. I yeah, bro, so, I mean, the island itself is fucked, man. Like, I don't even, it, like, volcanoes just kept popping up in, like, the... Just made it bigger? <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> so what do you know. eat when you're there? You're on the Mediterranean uh, diet? You just, like, fuck it. Bro, I'll straight up, I'm going to come back tanned. And a solid 15 pounds lighter. Right. You're just eating fresh fruit and, and vegetables. And, the, and, and drink sick coffee every day because they all, you can only import high quality things. If it's you're going to bring it in, you got to bring in the good shit. You can't bring in shit. Yeah. So everything on the island is fucking primo McDreamo. And it's all well priced because, I mean, if you're a local and you speak Portuguese, yeah. like, and you order in Portuguese, yeah. you get a way better service. You get way better food. Oh, it's their classes like that. So I show up there. They're gonna be like, they're not gonna be like, when I'm bound. You gotta stay in the tourist area. <sighs> I don't like that. I'm sorry, bro. What about if I'm with you? You're good. I'm good. I just let you do the talking. That's right. They won't even care. Right. They'll be so happy that you, they'll be happy that you're with me, and they're like, this guy's sick. All right. Not me personally. Like they want you to be with. they I'm not gonna lie. Portuguese people love tourism for like a week. And then we're pretty sick of it. And the problem is... <laughs> it's like living in Wasaga Beach? Yeah, and it, I'm not going to lie, like, <laughs> like we love our... Because we, we had our own thing going. We had our own thousands of festivals. Now, I'm sure if you ask the people who own the businesses in the downtown cores... I live in a small town. Our town has 300 people. And for one weekend, it has 10,000 people. For a festival? For a festival. What's the festival on? It's, uh, it's It just finished, literally, like, last weekend. I think. But what did like, it celebrate? Like, I know oh, when you go, it, like... It's a harvest of fish once upon a time. So okay. it's called the Fesh of Shishak, Shishak being a type of fish. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. Back that up for a guy that grew up in Simcoe County. What kind of fish? Uh, I don't know, like, um, like albacore. 
Okay, tuna. Like types of tuna? Tuna. So it's, it's, Good Atl- fish. it's Atlantic, you know? So it's always these kinds of like hearty fish. It's yeah, gotta yeah, be. Yeah. You got herring and shit like that. Buzzing fish like that. Got you. So And it's and it's a is it like tropical too? So you get like Marlin and shit like that? Or I don't like even Florida? know. I don't mm-hmm. even know. But your fishing heritage once is- a, my fishing heritage is weak. My dad right now would be like, I'll stab you, bro. But yeah, so they uh they fill this little town up for a weekend. But once upon a time, that's what it celebrated was this type of fish coming by their part of the island. Right. And each year, every fisherman would prepare their nets. Right. And you would catch. They knew, like, bro, we all got to be out on this night. We all got to be lined up. Yeah. These fucking stupid fish are going to run right through us. Yeah. And we're gonna be the able school's to, coming. It's coming, bro. And right. we just got to. So, well, you know. And they would lose fishermen hauling nets because these things are so big. Knock you over, you're dead. Crush you. Yeah. 10,000 fish just mush you to fucking shit, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But whatever, man. You so know? it's kind of like the Owen Sound Salmon Derby. Bro, <laughs> it's the pumpkin festival of Portugal, bro, or whatever it is. The, the uh, Allison Potato Festival yeah, yeah, the, of, of, of the Azores. The Midland uh... Buttertar Festival. <laughs> Yo, on some like, Ontario localized beef, Barry fucking started a Buttertar oh Festival. My God, There's Buttertar beef. Did you see the ad too? I saw an ad on Facebook. It was like the the new Buttertar Festival in town or something. Yeah, like, dude. Oh! Yeah, there's been, and that's localized beef, wah, man. Wah. Hey, you know what, though, bro? Shout out butter tarts because some of them are good. Like, I don't want to pay more than three bucks a butter tart. What are you paying for a good butter tart? Oh, Dudu's Bakery. Shout out Diane. She wins butter tart competitions. She, she follows. goes up against Grandma's Beach Treats for sure. Yeah, no, she's won the Butter Tart Festival in Midland. Ooh. But I'm pretty sure that her butter tarts starts at five. I'm pretty sure you can get a dozen for 20 bucks. Or sorry, a half dozen for 20 bucks. Six for 20. Six for 20. What's that breakdown to snacks? Three something. Yeah, that's not bad. Three, three fifty something like that. Okay, so I'm in on that. And they're quality shit. You know how the pastry. Three thirty-three a piece pretty much. Something like that. Quality pastry. You know what I mean? The shit just. This some gourmet shit. She's getting a free plug. I, I was out of town when the Butter Tart Festival happened. I had somebody go there. I hit her up ahead of time, yep. put them aside. She's like, we'll be sold out by noon. Put them aside. And I had somebody go there and be like, I'm here to get the snack man's yeah, butter tart. What, what, what do you get? What's your what's your butter tart? Well, see, this Flavor. is the, What do you like? I just let her pick them for me. But what mm-hmm. ends up coming is original. Of course. Pecan. Always. And then she had like a, a whiskey maple or something like that. I whiskey think. maple. Yeah. She had like a, a, like Respect, a flare one. bro. Yeah. If it ain't it, maple... A maple pecan yeah. butter tart? Yeah, fire. You ain't fucking with that. Some of them, some people throw crispy bacon. I'm okay with that. Some, You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like some people get a little bit of that little smokiness. Yeah. I'm, oh, fuck. And a good butter tart is, is, is oozy, but not runny. Wow. Hey, straight the fuck up. Anybody who's ever had a runny tart knows that's 100% true. It has to like... It has to be a gooey, oh, like, like it's yeah. gonna melt, but you're like, eh, and you just give it a little lick, yep. and it's back to normal. It hangs. It's like like when you do the spit when you're a kid, and you're like, how far can this loogie go before I right. pull it back up? But if you were to even give it a, an inch of pressure from the top, it's collapsing and oozing everywhere. Yeah. But you're right. But that's not how you eat it, because that's not how it wants to be eaten. You no. eat it, you respect it, you kind of always hold it a little up. You never hold a butter tart down like a no. fucking asshole. No. You always give it the uphold. Yeah. The uphold. The respect. The respect, right? Yeah. Uphold this fucking thing. Yeah. And you always give it the up. Oh, man. There's only one way to eat a butter tart. Straight the fuck up. How funny is that? That first bite. Yeah. Oh. 
Mm. And now you got to go for one of the corners. Boom, boom. Now you've evened up. Yeah. And then uh-huh. you got wang. Yeah. The, the the this the vertical butter tart <laughs> bite. That's a big one. You got to watch your nose. Oh, so funny you know? though, because you're like you're ready to. Oh man, I had tarts. to shave my mustache. I don't know if you noticed. No. Because dude, it was so far over eating snacks, eating food. It was fucked. Everyone, uh, eat, when my uh, my elderly father comes and goes. Hey, bro, how do you eat with that thing? I was yeah. like, yeah, maybe it's time to give this thing just a little shave. I've been going against the grain here for a while. Fine, but the mustache can get clipped. Yeah, it was getting butter tart all, all up in that shit. I got to go get a haircut out of water, but I have to. I, I, when I would blow my nose, the, the Kleenex was useless. I might as well just blew it into my mustache and had to clean it out. It was fucking, it was disgusting. It was absolutely horrible. <laughs> <sighs> That's it. From the butter tarts to the fucking. Oh, the USA. <laughs> all right, all right. We're out of here. Are we done this episode? Is this episode? I don't done? know. What do, you, what do you want to do? We never gave that grape drink a, a, a rating. I mean, it's a dollar twenty-five. It could be fucking toxic waste at that price I in think America. It's actually toxic waste, but for <laughs> grape toxic waste, it's pretty good. It's okay. I'll yeah. give it like a seven point three. Uh, my mid score on most things is seven five. So I'm going to hit it with a 7.5. There's good value there. We're close. There, they, like, they, there's good value at a buck 25. That means at a buck 25, you might yeah. find these two for two bucks. Fuck, you're not wrong. I mean, you're that size wrong. Red Bull, that size Red Bull is $4 in Canada. Dog, if you're broke and you want a quick boost of energy. Rip it. Just rip that. Rip it. OG, rip it or whatever the fuck the name is. It just sounds aggressive. It just sounds, <laughs> it just sounds aggressive. Are you looking for an energy boost? Rip it. What? Rip it. Um, so you're out in Portugal again. I'm going to encourage everybody that's watching this episode. I'm live right now on the story at rare snacks underscore Toronto verified. I shouldn't have to say that anymore. Um, I'm in San Fran right now. You're probably posting to your story in Europe at this moment. So I check that out too. Dudes. Don't want to be rude. You know what it is though. Uh, we didn't mention Canna Match uh, at the beginning Canna of the episode. Match. I love you, love you, Canna Match. I can't believe I matched with a girl on Canna Match. This world is for me. CannaMatch.ca. Are you looking for someone today? Even if you're gay, CannaMatch.ca is okay with that. If that's your way, that's your way. CannaMatch.ca, where you can find your match today. That was fucking incredible mike hey that was that was one of the best ones ever bro you (laughs) nailed that glenn's gonna fucking come his pants as soon as he 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 hears that glenn is gonna come his pants i should also mention that i'm gonna be out in vancouver uh september 1st i gotta jump on that am i supposed to be four two four two live bro i'm trying to encourage mike reader right now and i'm gonna make a public plea to mike reader right now mike reader should come to vancouver and hang out with us we should take the snacks of life podcast out to vancouver we should record one at the fucking pot at the 100 man we should go we're ready to rock i think that we should make that happen we should come we got a lot of people out in vancouver that listen to the podcast our mural is still up right now unharmed in lee side graffiti wall i in itself time you got right. bro when that shit happened we thought that shit would last three weeks we we were hoping one week remember april may june july but bro we're three we're like three plus months right now we've become our own small icon in that skate park at this point at this point, I think... They people, might yeah. not ever touch it now because they're like, that's been up there forever. And then people are going to forget how long it's actually been I there. still, hearts in my hearts, think that... Uh, what's his name? The guy that protects the skate park. Not Tuner. Skibby. No. Oh, man. Not, Cyrus or Cyrus! something. Cyrus! I want to call him Cyrus. It's our boy Cyrus. No. I think it is Cyrus. <laughs> I don't remember. 
Oh my god, I'm sure he's protecting it though. All right, hey, I met these guys. Yeah, they were cool. You leave them alone. You leave them alone, bro. <laughs> All right, everybody, go check out the story. We're gonna send you out with the with the fucking shit you want to hear anyway. Thank you for listening. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the it. snacks of life. The, the snacks, snacks of life. There's a time you gotta go and show you grow, and now you know about the, the snacks, snacks of life. life. The, the snacks of life. Ladies and gentlemen, that's been the Snacks of Life podcast with comedian Mike Rita and the Snack Man. Thank you for tuning in this week. Thank you to Canamatch. Thank you to Catasol Bongs. Thank you to uh, fucking uh, Liquid Death. Thank you to Canamatch.ca so much for our main sponsor. And thank you again to Humble Chips for the absolutely delicious cider vinegar. We love them. Thank you so much for listening. Good night. We'll see you next week, people.